The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media. TrinityWebMedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show podcast where we talk about how intelligent digital marketing and web development solve business problems. This is episode 94 and... As I have been joined on almost all the episodes before, got my co-host, co-founder, Trinity Web Media, Kevin Everly back. Kevin, how's it going? Good, Greg. How's everything going, man? Ah, excellent, excellent. Glad to have you back in the studio with us, recording another episode. Like I said, episode ninety-four. Ninety-four. Look at that. I know it's, it's amazing, right? It's amazing. This idea started, you know, so long ago, almost two years ago now, and here we are on episode ninety-four, and. We're going to talk about, as, as always, you know, all of our topics are pretty timely. You know, we typically talk about things that are going on in our market or our business or et cetera, et cetera. Today, let's revisit an old topic that we did a show about probably a year ago, <laughs> holiday marketing and how to market all right. your business and get yourself set up for success for the holidays. So what do you think about that topic? I love it. You know, the clock is ticking. The, the clock is ticking. Well, the clock is always ticking, right? You know, the clock never goes backwards. You know, the, I think not. the only time the clock goes backwards is in the NFL. But anyway, <clears throat> when they have to put more time on the clock for whatever. Okay, so well, a day after we just moved the cl- a day oh, one day after daylight savings were saying. I was just saying that's right. Well, it's a fall <laughs> backwards, so actually the clock did go back yesterday. Okay, so I <laughs> I stand corrected, Kevin. That's why we got you around here, man. So you know, I think that. You know, as always, holiday marketing, you know, so, so many businesses rely on seasonality to make or break mm-hmm. a year, you know, or to, or, or they rely on special events to make or break a quarter, or they rely, you know, drill it down again, they make it special events to rely on the month. You know, I mean, holiday has got to be the biggest push when it comes to the B2C space, but also as it per- pertains to you know more and more people getting involved in you know the the black fridays and the the cyber mondays and even you know you even want to stretch it out to nonprofits. the holiday marketing comes up with giving tuesday or and it Mm -hmm. comes up with annual appeals and all of this stuff and it's like i think that number one you have to operate with intent and a strategy like how many times do you see people, businesses, and you're just like, oh yeah, I'm sure that they didn't plan for this, or I'm sure they didn't really think this one through, or I'm sure that, you know, this was an afterthought, especially when it comes in the retail, the small micro retail space. Yeah. I mean, and to me, it's so important, especially, you know, small micro retail, like you're saying, because, you know, funds aren't fine. Funds are finite. The clock is ticking. And yep. there's a lot of noise. Everybody else is everybody yep. else is pushing their brand. So how do you cut through? Yeah, I think that you know there are a lot of different ways. And like if you, we want to specifically, you know, I think like for today, you know, I want to talk more and more and more about the Giving Tuesday stuff, but not today. Let's you know let's do uh, talk more detailed about Giving Tuesday in the next upcoming weeks because sure. that is December third. But I think that you know now if we're talking about the retail space, you know, and you being involved in a couple mm-hmm. of retail businesses, 
you know, uh, brick and mortar businesses. Now, you know, as Trinity Web Media has diversified a little bit here and there with a different holding company, et cetera, et cetera. You know, what have you seen when it comes to managing retail businesses and over-the-counter business-to-consumer brands that kind of set people up for that holiday push? Jeez, I mean, a solid a solid strategy and plan uh, before before Halloween for sure. I mean, it, without getting you know too into the depth of things, you know, five six weeks is not very much time to pull off you know brick and mortar retail, especially when you are ordering a large amount of things at the same time everybody else is. Right. You, you know day-to-day deliveries are gets beginning to get pushed back already. If you need those things on your shelf for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, all of that, you know, that the time is now. Yeah. One of the things that I always recommend people, you know, obviously, you know, the big, in my mind, there are two big, you know, events that happen when it comes to holiday seasonality. Mm-hmm. One is actually like, is the actual event of Christmas or whatever holiday you do celebrate in whether it be Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate in mm-hmm. the end of the year and in winter, you know, uh, and Black Friday, you know, that Thanksgiving push. But now you see this this stuff being pushed further and further and further back. You know, one of the things that I always try to recommend to people when I talk to them and when I try to consult them is have a plan leading up to the big crescendo of, of let's say, Christmas in, in this case. Mm-hmm. But how can you target other holidays? And how can you build that momentum so that even if you're not using the actual, you know, nobody wants Christmas sales in October. You know, we're all too stressed out thinking about other shit. You know what I mean? So how do we go ahead and use those other holidays to build momentum and to get the wear and to build buzz about bringing people in the door and have them. You know, what do you want? Do you want a big influx, a big, huge flood of people coming in? Or do you want a steady stream of people coming in? And I think that if you use the other holidays to build awareness for your company and for your, you know, your brick and mortar business, I think that that's a solid start for some things. What mm-hmm. do you think about that? I, d- I agree. And I mean, I think, you know, uh, this year Hanukkah is very closely aligned to Christmas season. Right. End of December you know, Christmas and, you know, so the race is on as soon as, you know, people wake up the Friday after Thanksgiving, there's right. some sort of psychology there. And obviously black, black Friday sales for your big box retailers and all that. But, um, you know, that's when the consumer's mind, of us, there's a switch that flips Yeah, with, you know, there's immediate urgency. If you're waiting, you know, till mid December to start your advertising, there's a good chance that all those gifts are already purchased. Yeah, and 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 let's say the gifts aren't purchased per se. Mm-hmm. More importantly, the money is spent, or the money is maybe not spent; it's allocated elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, earmarked for X, Y, Z. Right. So you know, I've always said like I want to get paid from. Yeah, you know, I'd rather get paid by you know spreadsheets than bank accounts. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's one of my things that we you know we've always always talked about. So what, what do you think pushes somebody? What, what are some of the strategies that somebody should do to build buzz when it comes to building an awareness and building, getting the information out 
when it comes to their brick and mortar business? So uh, to me, bringing your regular customers in as often as possible and slowly having new things for them to see. So every, every time they walk in that door, it's like, Oh, what, what's new? What else do they have? Right. You know, without completely re-merchandising an area, a call a small amount of really strategically placed things with, you know, and then uh, social media, <clears throat> making sure it's on the website because people are so inundated right now. They're going to be relying on your, your Facebook page, your Instagram, your website to know what you have. They're not going to necessarily drive to your store to come in and check it out in person. Yeah. And I think that, you know, a couple of the ways is, you know, again, like anything else, like, do you have a solid email list? You know, <clears throat> everywhere I went over the weekend, you know, and I, everything that I did, you know, I was asked every purchase that I made for myself personally was, do you have an email? And every person to a fault asked me that, do you have an email? You know, and, and how about how many small businesses are afraid to do that? How many small businesses don't do that? Mm -hmm. You know, do we do that in our own small businesses that we represent and that we help? manage and market, mm -hmm. you know, <clears throat> and I, uh, to me, I made some purchases this weekend. I bought a couple, I bought, you know, some running shirts and I bought like new running shoes. And to me, like those things aren't make or break. So every time somebody asks me, like, do you have an email address? I say, no, I don't have an email address. <laughs> I just say, no, I don't have one because to me, my email address is a valuable asset. Mm -hmm. I don't want to <clears throat> miss an important email from somebody because I'm, inundated with bullshit from Re Reebokker, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because there's no value there to me, mm -hmm. right? But from the other side of things, the email list, if, you know, I'm, I'm also in the minority saying I don't have one or no, you can't have it. You know what I mean? Everybody else freely gives that information away if you ask for it. So if you can cultivate and curate a good, solid email list and reach out to people with, make them feel special, I think that that starts the momentum to bringing people in and bringing people in, you know, the right way and bringing people in for the right reasons when mm -hmm. it comes to holiday marketing. Yeah. I mean, I'm, <clears throat> I completely agree. I think that, you know, people, brick and mortar is dead and brick and brick and mortar will never die. Right. You know, online, sure. They're, they're going to win a large portion of the sales, but there's something for people to go look in person and, you know, but that, that relationship needs to be, uh, you know, massaged a little bit with value, excitement, other things that you don't get on a website or, you know, social where your decision-making purchases are being made. So I think that, you know, uh, I, I definitely agree with you that, uh, that, that I definitely agree that brick and mortar and, and retail are not, not dead. You know, when the day that brick and mortar and retail will die is the day that there's no longer instant gratification and emotion to people making purchases. Yep. Also, I think that as long as people are still driving around in cars and mm -hmm. we're still moving and getting outside, there will always be a cause for retail. Yep. Now, what, what portion of that retail do you own? I don't know. That's up to you. So I think that, you know, there are a lot of things there. You know, I love the fact that, you know, being, you know, making sure your brand is in order. Making sure that you have a solid hashtag strategy around the seasonality of your business, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know, making sure that you have a good email campaign that ties into that. You know, making sure you're fo focusing on multiple holidays, not just one event, not just one day. 
Can you have other events? What about that? You know, what do you think about the cause of, of having multiple events leading up to your, you know, to the big retail day or the big holiday, you know, as it pertains to, you know, your marketing? Yeah. I mean, I, I love that. I think that the more you can snowball and create excitement along the way and bring people in and, you know, make them a part of your holiday marketing. You know, right. the more successful you're going to be at the end when you finally, you know, begin to sell for that holiday. Yeah. And can you focus on people's emotional reactions? Mm -hmm. How about that? <clears throat> you know, like I just, I kind of just touched base on it. Like, you know, purchasing is an emotional thing. Mm -hmm. You know, whenever you make a purchase, you know, they're, they're even practical purchases or emotional purchases. Because like, let's say, you know, your garbage disposal broke, you know, that's a practical purchase, mm -hmm. but it's still, you still go through a bunch of emotions to have to buy it. Can I afford it? Mm -hmm. Do I really need one? Can I get by without this? Can mm -hmm. that money be better? I mean, there are emotions that go sure. all the way through there, or there's also the emotion. And I'm using the very mundane example of a garbage disposal. The, the other you know example is the emotion of, yeah, I can afford that. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. now, that's an excitement thing. Yeah. You know, when it comes to the holidays, you know, emotions is everything it's you know especially you know as you get older as you get older you know and more settled into your life or whatever you know well, don't get me wrong getting gifts is still cool but like <laughs> giving gifts is, is even cooler yeah you know when you can give somebody something that <clears throat> they that changes their life mm -hmm. or something that they didn't they didn't think about that you know really shows like oh wow mm -hmm. this person really knows me or maybe something they would never buy for themselves. True. You know, think about that emotion. And like, there's a lot there to be said, you know, just the emotion of, of making somebody else feel like they're thought about. Yeah. You know, like, you know, we, you know, we've, we mentioned a little bit here and there now, you know, us and our holding company has gotten into the coffee space a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now think about how thoughtful a gift coffee is for somebody who's a coffee drinker. You know, me never being the biggest of coffee drinkers. Now I've learned a whole lot about coffee recently, you know, and, and but most importantly, I've learned what I like and what I don't like about coffee. Yep. It's no longer just coffee, you know, <laughs> like, like running shoes are personal to a runner. Yep. You know, the other things I do, a guitar, a skateboard, personal to that person. So like, if you go to a coffee shop and you're able to say, oh, well, you know, my girlfriend, she happens to love cold brew coffee, you know, hence I drink cold brew coffee. <laughs> <clears throat> but like, if you get her a cold brew, a coffee that you can say, the barista said, this is really good for cold brew. That goes to show, you know what I mean? There's an emotion there. There's a connection. Mm -hmm. Now there's a connection between you, your friend, and that brand. Well, and it almost goes back to know, like, and trust and solve a problem. But like solving the problem here is a little bit more like I know you as a person and you're going to like this. Exactly. I mean, that's, that's exactly it. I, you know, you're trusting somebody mm -hmm. with that. So I think that there, there are a lot of different, you know, the last thing that you want, you know, I think that, you know, holiday marketing goes, holiday marketing is very, very offer-based. Mm -hmm. And offer centric. Yep. Get this TV for hundred dollars off, or get this. And if you're a big brand like a Best Buy or whatever, an Amazon, you can do that shit. 
but that's that's who we're not talking about. We're not talking about them. We're talking mm-hmm. about, you know, we're not talking about the Guitar Center. We're talking about Miguel's music. Yep. You know, like how do you go about? Well, a personalized service. Yeah. The experience. What experience are you going to provide yep. them? What's going to make people come in your door and feel good about spending money? And with you, I agree with you know small business brick and mortar, you're not going to win the discount game, but what do you offer? You know, you offer expertise, come on in and pick out a guitar right for this person, you know? Exactly. And all, I mean, you offer, you know, it's a connection. Mm -hmm. Anybody can buy that online. Yeah. Without a doubt, you know, without a doubt, anybody can, and, and typically they, they do and typically they will. But what happens is, you know, they want to feel connected to their community. They want to feel connected with, you know, uh, with other people that they that have similar interests. They just mm-hmm. want to they want to really feel a connection. So I think that there's a lot there. If you focus on connection and problem solving, I think that you are you have, you know, a better shot of winning this this very very competitive game. And again, I like what you just said. You know, you're never going to compete on price. Because that's you know I, you know how I feel about yeah. race to zero. I, I, it's a, it's a, it's a million it's a million hour, it's a hundred mile an hour race to zero. Yep. And nobody wants to win that race. Yep. Or and if you do want to win that race, I think that you're silly. <laughs> but it's one of those things like get your email list in order. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an email list, start asking. Would you mind signing up? Would you like to sign up for our email list? You get discounts and special offers in, in the events. Could, you know, start grouping multiple holidays together. Mm-hmm. Start grouping events into those holidays. Mm-hmm. Start focusing on the emotion of what are you really doing for somebody? What's somebody doing for somebody else? And I think that that's a good way to start, you know, making things happen when it comes to, you know, winning, winning this very, very competitive time of year, this game. Yeah. And I mean, I think, you know, a couple of your comments there bring me to vineyards. Vineyards are great at making events out of their product offering. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Our fall vintage is here. Come celebrate Halloween. Come pick up supplies for Thanksgiving. Right. I mean, that's like, think about that. Like, you know, a bunch of wineries that you and I frequent like here in the East Coast. You know, they're great at doing that. They're great about having, you know, special events. They're great about having special offers for people who are in the know and how do people get in the know they sign up for their email list they've yep. have a good social media presence or it's yep. word of mouth referral stuff yep. and i mean also taking the time to educate your clients about why about the product which is something that you're never going to get online yeah w- without a doubt so retailers very rarely educate clients exactly online. and you focus on problem solving and educating clients and making connections i think that you're mm-hmm. going to see things go in a different direction for you. So any problem for you? Oh, I'm sorry, Kev? Oh, no, no. Not only with the education por- uh, portion is, not only are you providing value to that client, you're ensuring that you have an opportunity to sell to them again because they're going to be savvy enough to recognize like, oh, this online deal is not that great. Let me go back to that. Right. Or, you know, like I was in the market to buy some running shirts, right? And I could have bought them online and not even leave my house, you know? But I didn't know about the fit. I didn't know about the material. I didn't know about any, I mean, especially when it comes to clothes, like every, you know, a large to some brands is an extra large. A large Mm -hmm. to some brands is a medium. You know what I mean? It's that there's no standardization about that or or anything. So it's one of those things like, you know, you you still get to look, 
try, feel, touch. A retail business appeals to all the senses. Where like an online shop where you're competing with, you know, doesn't necessarily do that. So this has been an interesting episode. Nice to have you back for episode 94. 94. I know. How about that? Insane. So any parting thoughts? If you haven't started thinking about how you're going to get people in the door, you know, start now. It's not too late. Right. Build, build things up incrementally, create excitement around your brand and continuously offer value. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And much like the other marketing stuff that we say, you know, also look at who are your rabid fans and who are your true customers and how do you go out and find more people like them? Yeah. Because they're out there. They're out there in your town. They're out there in your community. They're out there in your online digital community. You can make this happen and yeah, you know, start. That's a great point. And I love the fact that you mentioned community. Make sure you're being a part of the community, your local ecosystem. Yep, without a doubt. So, all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate you being here for all 94 plus shows. And, you know, the new marketing show is in probably every podcast app out there. So if you get your podcast through Stitcher, just search for us. If you get them through Spotify, just do a quick search for the new marketing show. You can also catch us on at trinitywebmedia.com slash apple-podcasts and everywhere else. So, Kevin, looking, we're, we're on a countdown to 100. We're getting there. We're getting there. That's insane. You know, we started this thing as an idea a long time ago, and now here we are, like, getting close to actually doing 100 legit episodes, plus all the, bo- yeah. the two bonus ones a week that we put out. We have – there's a – hey, you know what? That leads me to another thought. If you like what we're saying and we, you like our discussions, turn somebody else on. You know, share – Share your podcast with somebody. Tell us in social media, you know, that you shared it with somebody else. Let's, uh, we'll give you shout outs and uh, we'll, we'll make sure, we'll make you feel special. How about that? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> okay, everybody, until next time, we'll talk to you later. <laughs>